So, first things first, who is Ryan Fabella? I don't know, some guy. Ryan Fabella is a guy that was born in Riverside, California, moved down to Mara Mesa, San Diego, California, when I was two years old. Um, met my very close and best friends, uh, JJ Biscue, Philip Biscue, and their wonderful family. Um, had them growing up my whole entire life. Then went to Erickson Elementary School, if you're familiar with that, Wagenheim Middle School, transferred to a school named Black Mountain Middle School, and then went to a very, I think it was like top 100 high schools in California. It's called Westview High School. The most amazing high school ever. Um, and shout out to all the teachers, all the counseling, everyone in general. You guys were awesome. And I just appreciate everything you guys did for me. I was a knucklehead back in freshman and sophomore year. I admit that. But man, I cleaned up my act my junior and senior year. And it was amazing uh, being an alumni for, for Westview. So just wanted to say that. Lived in Mira Mesa pretty much all my life until I was probably about, I think I was 18. Moved down to Point Loma, a little part over there. And believe me, that was amazing. But we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that another time. Um, for me, at four years old, I was introduced into playing. I was introduced to basketball when I was probably like a baby um, by my father. Um, Shout out to Steve Abella. Man, I love you. You're my best friend. Never forget that. I appreciate you so much. Um, he introduced me to basketball, which showed me everything from Magic Johnson, uh, Michael Jordan, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and that generation of basketball players. And then I grew up with uh, Kobe, Shaq, um, and the Lakers, and that was, that was my life completely. Um, from waking up, I tried other sports as far as baseball, flag football, which I'll tell you a funny story about that. Um, but for me, basketball was my life. Uh, when I was four, I went into a league that uh, had all five-year-olds and six-year-olds. Um, I don't want to cuss, but I kicked ass in that, in that group, and that was actually pretty funny. Um, but for me, that was, that was an introduction to my life. I mean, basketball was everything, everything to me. Um, once I got into playing a little bit more competitive, I played in the, uh, it was a Mary Mesa Rec League. I played in three divisions, uh, one that was my age, one with two, two, three years people older than me, and then people who were five years older than me. Um, as you know, at that time I was always a hustler in basketball, I just always wanted to play, always wanted to play. And then I was introduced in middle school, we uh, started a team called San Diego Swoosh. Which San Diego Swoosh will go down in history as one of the best basketball teams ever assembled in San Diego. And if anyone knows that team, you will know that's the truth. So, uh, I started that team with my dad and it was the best experience. I met you know, one of my best friends there, multiple best friends there, um, and close friends. And, and it was just an amazing experience from my father choosing every single kid for not just a player, not just a person, they could have been the most talented person in the world, they could have been LeBron James. He wanted to make sure that every kid that came in was more just a, a good strong core, had a great family, had everything going on that really can create a good atmosphere for the team and that's what we created. We had, you know, my, my parents are friends with their parents, you know, to this day. So that was a great thing that my parents really instilled into me and in, in creating uh, good people around me. And so, at that standpoint, for me, that was just travel basketball every single weekend. Uh, we used to travel everything from Compton to 
the depths of Los Angeles to Long Beach. Uh, we did our biggest tournament, which was actually with another team called the Grizzlies. Um, and we did a Vegas tournament. And this Vegas tournament was phenomenal. And we played the number eight team in the world. It was named the Texas Titans. And they're still, they're still playing nowadays. And they're obviously still amazing. And we played them. They had, well, this is seventh grade, uh, best believe. They had Julius Randle, which everyone knows him. He was on the Los Angeles Lakers. And now he's on the Pelicans. Actually, I don't even know what team he's on. I think he's on the next or something like that. Um, but he was throwing up alley-oops, dunking it like it was nothing. Like, he was a man and we were boys. And uh, we played the number eight team in America, lost by 25, I believe. Kept up with them, but man, they were just way too good. Um, but that was one of the great stories that we had. Um, in high school, we did everything from, I made the JV team when I was a freshman. Starting point guard, I don't think we lost, I think we maybe lost one game our junior year. We were just phenomenal, stacked. Shout out to Sean O'Keefe, Greg Watkins. That was an amazing team, and then after that, then I made the varsity team when I was a sophomore. And after that, you know, it was a very big learning curve for me. I was the backup. Uh, it was actually me and another guard, uh, Alex Grenardi, which is still uh, a good friend of mine. And uh, we just, we kept on battling it. And he actually beat me in that, in that race. So I was the backup point guard, which that gave me a chance to learn, um, learn so much. And then junior year, beat him out in that space. Hey, good battle, I worked my tail off. And that, in that whole instance, I've learned so much from playing the game of basketball and learning that even though you're handed something as far as making the varsity team, you have to not just give up, you have to continue to learn, you have to keep on practicing, you have to keep on mastering your craft, which obviously I'm doing here today. Um, so after that, I, I played varsity on for, for three years, my senior year. I pretty much broke all the records for the most assists in a, in a game, a season, and a career, and I did that majority within one year. Um, as you can tell, I'm a point guard. Uh, I love the game of basketball. I got a couple offers from a D3 college back in the, over in Boston. At the time, I only lived in California. So for me, that was a little too much, um, but still was a great opportunity to still say I was recruited um, to play, uh, and also was way too expensive. I mean, I don't know anyone that is going to college and is not in debt. I went to college for one year, and I'm still in debt for that. So that's a lose-lose a lose situation. But that's another subject in itself. But... After high school, I made a decision not to go to um, that college, and I went to Cal State San Marcos. And so Cal State San Marcos was an eye-opener uh, for me for many reasons. So I went there. Uh, at the time, I had a clothing brand, which I'll tell you all about that. Um, but at that time, we felt I had a brand called Elite Kings Clothing, and we went to an event. And it was an event out in, I think it was San Bernardino. And this event, YG was going to be there, all these rappers going to be there. It made it seem like a really big deal and like a big event. Uh, so me and the partner at the time, we traveled to that location and we went to this event and it was, it was as you say, trash. And it was the worst event ever. Uh, but we made the best out of it. Um, it, was, it got popping at like at 1 o'clock in the morning. It was kind of weird. Um, but yeah, we didn't sell any clothes. No one was really there the majority of the day. We were like in this hot, heated basketball gym, it was just kind of weird. Um, but that made us, at the time, feel like, hey, there was an event that they over-promised and under-delivered, and we felt that we could do something better. 
And what that turned into was a company called, a trade show company called Lux Goods. Um, and that just came about because we felt like they just did a horrible, horrible job and we wanted to do something better. So we pretty much teamed up uh, with a local local shop. We created the company called Lux Goods and we created a trade show, uh, which at trade show was for clothing brands, uh, merchandise companies, uh, and we wanted a car showcase in the parking lot and all that good stuff. And so pretty much we created that uh, for the brands to sell to the public and also sell to stores and just have an overall great time. That event had around 2,000, 2,500 people attend. Uh, it was an amazing event and was still blessed to this day that that event happened. It was the most stressful. I even think I asked my brother for money for that, for that event. It was a very, very stressful time. We made no money. We lost money in that event. Um, but at the same time, they actually introduced us to our next business. And so for that event, we had, I think we had around like 60 cars, exotic cars, amazing cars um, in the parking lot. Then walking into the entrance, we had everything from every dope clothing brand. We had uh, just many, many brands in there, just really, really dope stuff, many dope people in there. And I appreciated everyone that came by on that day. Um, and yeah, pretty much after that, we, every single brand, at least a majority of the brands came to us and said, hey, where do you get your stuff made at? And since we had the clothing brand since I was 16 years old uh, that I you know, came into and partnered up with, I did everything from the manufacturing to customizations to designs. So for me, I already had all the connections, factories, everything from overseas, domestic, to create a manufacturing company. And so for that, that was, a, that was the greatest blessing because all these brands said, hey, we need someone to go to. And we figured, hey, let's just make a one-stop shop to create custom products for clothing brands. We felt the time, it was, what, 2013? 2013 that everyone and their mom wanted to start a clothing brand, so we felt that there was a high demand for it, and which it definitely, definitely was. Yeah, so we just took, we took that leap of faith. We, we got an office in Miramar. Uh, it was a one, not a one bedroom, because it was a bedroom, but it was a one office and a one small storage. And we had one desk, I'll try to see if I can find a picture. Probably, I mean, it's smaller than this place. Um, it was a very small place. We had like a little desk. We had like a little setup with a uh, clothing rack with a couple pictures, escape pictures that I had for my room. And we started the business from there. Uh, we started Instagram when Instagram was honestly completely booming. I uh, started from zero followers and uh, just brought it up from there. Did the complete guerrilla marketing. We didn't have any money to spend. We were college students, or I was a college student at the time. Didn't have any money to spend. I was working a part-time job. I was working at I was working at Boudin's, the high-end women's dress store, because they knew how, how good a salesman I was. But pretty much started that company and just went from there. We did everything that we could do possible, from grab pitches from Google to Alibaba to this and that, to make it seem like we were real. Because we didn't have anything. We just had the relationships, which honestly is one of the most important parts. And uh, we just took the business from there. Our first year, we uh, grossed over $385,000. Uh, not profit, not profit. Uh, but we made that much money. We made a lot of mistakes after that. Um, and that's just a learning curve of having a business. You don't hit everything right away. You make a lot of mistakes and you learn from them, you learn from them. Second year, we probably did around $450,000. Uh, third year and fourth year, we did five hundred and five hundred fifty thousand. It was a very, very big company. Uh, did that within two people, then went to, then went to four people, 
and that's a long story after that, but that's a separate story. But yeah, just grew the company from there. But yeah, that was my heart and soul. That company was called Supply Company. Um, yeah, we did everything from custom t-shirts, jackets, windbreakers, you name it. Everything but underwear, we did. Um, and we've met and, and done business with just amazing people. Um, we've worked with LA Fashion Week, San Diego Fashion Week. Um, we've traveled from Vegas to Miami um, to LA many a times. Uh, I've worked with Pink Dolphin. I've worked with, we did a project with Pink Dolphin that was doing Kylie Jenner's merchandise at the time. We did a, work, a project with Kylie Jenner. We did work with Castles. Uh, did a project for Diamond Supply Company. I'm trying to think of anyone else. We did a project for a brand in Forever 21. And then does, did projects for the game, uh, the rapper of the game. And it was the biggest blessing um, to do it. It was not the most rewarding thing ever. Uh, talking with very small margins, room for error. And um, believe me, it costs us a lot of money. But um, to say those names, I will always tell my kids it was very amazing. But now I know there's so much more to do than just working with cool people. So that is, that is definitely one tip for you guys. Yeah, when you're in business, it may seem cool to do jobs for big companies. But if you are not making any money, it might not be worth it, especially if you're in struggle. So I just want to kind of give that recommendation out there just because I wish someone told that to me. But yeah, so that, that just pretty much started out my whole story on that. And right now I am I'm hustling my face off. I'm working part-time at P.F. Chang's as a server. I never thought I'd be a server. I'm a kick-ass server. Um, and then I also do Uber and Lyft at night. So right now, I'm working on a couple projects. I am working on that from the morning until 5. Working at P.F. Chang's from 5 until close. And then I will do Uber and Lyft on the Friday, Saturday, Sunday um, until 3 o'clock in the morning. Um, so for me, I'm ongoing hustling, ongoing hustling, uh, because I need to strive for my family and take care of them the best way I can. And so for me, I have so many things to do and say. So this video was to really share you who I am and what I do. So I'm going to be coming out with so many tips and so many things for you guys to help out because I want to help out you guys as much as you guys helped out me. And if you guys have questions, if you just if you just want to talk, I'm going to be a complete open door and you can hit me up. I may be busy, but I will always answer because I feel like I need to do that because I wish I had someone to come to me and offer that. And I want to give that to you, everything from Facebook to Instagram to YouTube. Just want to just talk to you guys and say, hey, I've seen what you have gone through and I've gone through it maybe so much worse and I will explain those things but I will help you out in any way and I truly mean that so always feel free to ask any questions or anything and I will help out I'm Ryan Fabella and thank you for watching the best pretty far oh I died no I made the varsity basketball team as a our first Freshman team, or freshman, I made the JV team when I was, okay. And then my wife's walking in. You make me nervous, babe. Make me nervous. And uh, then after that, I, t I took that and we turned it a different way. Is it still on? Mm -hmm. Is it? No, don't wait. Are you turning it?
No, I just wanted it to show your head a little bit more. Oh, you have to use the, you have to use the little thing, yeah. Because if you use that, it's gonna mess up the adjustment. Uh, okay. Is anyone watching? Um, if, any, if anyone's watching, just give me a thumbs up. Yeah, my sister and. Hey. And I'm Ryan Fabella. I want to come up with some cooler than that. I'm Ryan Fabella, and I'm here for you. That sounds so corny. Um, Fab Cash is going. I'm Ryan Fabella, and thank you for watching.